they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys. Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Hey, it is so good to see you again. I'm thrilled because uh, it's been so gray and ugly outside. I, I need a little Maury in my life. Yeah, what do you want from me, man? Um, I know it is horrible outside, huh? <laughs> it sucks. It is. It's and, and, you know, I know people that, and I agree, this is the time of year to get away. This is when you go to Mexico, go to Palm Springs, go to Hawaii. Right. It, uh, it's uh, it's the uh, it's the time of year. It, it, it you people suffer from depression mm-hmm. uh, from this kind of stuff. Yeah. So me, but here you I'm are. Hanging in, I'm You're hanging. You're not going in there. anywhere. Kind of used to it, right? <laughs> it's all good. Put a uh, heavy coat on. Do you do do you ever go anywhere, or do you just stick around here and well, talk why do you so, why are you so accusatory of me? Well, why do you ask me that? I yes. mean, you just need to get I away. I do. I do. Get out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going down to uh, spring training in March. For a, a, oh, a, a long weekend. That's something to look forward to. Pretty excited to that. Have you ever been to spring training? No. Got to do that one. It's a blast. It's so cool, much fun. Cool thing is that, that if you even just have something to look forward to, then you can last a you know a month or two. Exactly. But if there is nothing ahead, <laughs> and you're going, is this going to go on to like June? Yeah, totally. Um, and we know it won't. It'll be nice. Oh, you're talking about the weather? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be. Or this or this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <One of> the <laughs> That's two. what I thought you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, this won't it's go cool. on forever. I'm sure at some point someone's going to stop this. But <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we'll yeah. enjoy it while we've got it. So you were uh, happy about the Super Bowl since we had a bet and you had picked the Kansas City Chiefs. I was. I thought it was a good game. Um, yeah. It was entertaining. The commercials yeah. were really good. You know, when we talked the other day, I forgot about the uh, Bill Murray uh, uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, commercial. that was brilliant. That was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. We'll have to announce when we're going to go to the... Uh, fireplace for our for your victory lunch and invite listeners to stop by and i'll buy an extra order of french fries and any listener who stops by will get a free french fry wow that's pretty cool i think that would that's be a, a good deal to do. do they have really good fries at the fireplace um i hope they have fries yeah that i'm I made sure that. They, I'm, do. they must i'm sure they so, do yeah i've yet to get in there but i saw them on tv and it looked like a fun place and i actually interviewed the owner after they appeared on tv so she's she's a hoot but no, I, I we got to get there. So when I've got to go down and visit mom, uh, and leaving uh, tomorrow as we're recording this, and then I'll be back on the air next Wednesday, um, and then we'll figure out when we're gonna go. All right, so. cool, good. So what else is going on in your life? Um, you know nothing. I'm on this diet. Um, that oh we're yeah, you told me a little bit about this. We start. Um, I have my first weigh-in today, and then I'll okay. be talking about it on the radio. Um, okay. Yeah. So tell me about this plan, because we chatted briefly about it, and right. I am at my current highest weight ever, and yeah. uh, I am primed to go on some kind of a diet. So it, if I see miracles with you, okay. I might be uh, tempted. All right. Yeah, it's it's called Ideal Protein, mm-hmm. and it's our uh, my friends at the massage clinic. You probably thought it was going to be at GSR Reynolds with Stu Malloy, but That's, it's not. That was my first guess. Yeah, it's not. So it's uh, it's called Ideal Protein, and it is uh, uh, no carbs, no sugar, okay. no soda pop, no alcohol. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. See, that's a that's a big shot. And then wow. it, it's it's um, uh, you know portions. It's not a diet. It's like a it's a way of life, is what it is, because it mm-hmm. kind of teaches you how to. Um, 
how to eat, you know, breakfast and then vegetables and, and all that kind of stuff. And protein is involved, too. And you've done this before. I've done it before, and I've been successful at it. I'm really good at losing weight. I'm not good at keeping weight off because I oh. think, hey, I lost 20 pounds. I'm going to eat two pizzas tonight. That's not <laughs> a good thing. So Take two pizzas and put I, another pizza in yeah, between. Totally. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and I have... I I I have to be in shape because I have like a heart condition. I right. I had a stint, so uh, so far it's been okay. My my downfall is like snacking late at night. You know, I I come home after trivia, at, like at ten o'clock and eat dinner, and then uh, you have the schedule I used to have when I first started in radio. Yeah, a lot of night stuff. Right. And uh, no, I'm in bed by nine. Yeah. If I can be. See, you know, and uh, coming home from from doing trivia at 10 o'clock, I stay up till like one because I don't want to, you know, go to bed and stuff like that. Mm. So at any rate, um, I it's called Ideal Protein. I call it, you know, people call it IP for short. And I call it IP because you drink like gallons of water and I spend 90 <laughs> percent of my life peeing. So, oh. yeah. So today will be my first uh, weigh in. And. I'm, you know, I can just tell my clothes are, are getting bigger. It happens really quick. They, they say unofficially you'll lose three to seven pounds a week, and guys normally lose weight a lot faster than yeah. women do too. So I've got a lot to lose, so, okay, I'll be watching you. Yeah, okay. See how it goes, and right. then you might have another have testimonial. You ever, have you ever had to, uh, uh, you know, because growing up I was like the husky kid, you know, and mm-hmm. I wore the husky pants. Yeah. And, not the University of Washington either. I'm right. talking about. Yeah. No, I, we used to have the Huskies, the Sears Husky jeans right. that we yeah. bought, yep. and I was always a little thick. Um, but it's <laughs> like all of a sudden, uh, gosh, it was mid twenties, late twenties. The metabolism said, "You know what? I've put in a lot of work over the years. I'm going to slow down." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you just look at food and put on weight. Right? So, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day, and I wanted to ask you this. Okay. I'm f- totally fascinated in when you, you know, I'll look in the Seattle Times, and you'll be a little quip from mm-hmm. Tim Hunter. Yeah. What's the process of of writing comedy for you? Well, basically, it's getting a lot of. Uh, stuff to to you know because when i get up in the morning i get up at four and i go through everything i can find on the internet so i'm looking for setup i mean you need setup and i think i've told you this before i wrote a little how-to joke book uh that you can get on amazon for free so you can go read it but basically jokes are all kind of the same there's different styles of jokes but one thing that makes it really easy and i tend to do more like monologue humor uh, and again, with radio and mornings, you don't have a lot of time. Right. You don't have time to tell a three, four minute story. You gotta, you know, the the way it, you can make it happen fast is you do material on what people already know. So, or you do a real quick setup. So if you say, uh, "Yeah, boy, it's gray and rainy today," and then everyone goes, "Yeah, yeah, I agree," and you kind of pull them in. But if you say, "Well, there was this." This um, left-handed guy over in Paraguay, and he was playing tennis, and it's like you lose people. Right. You go, who cares? Don't This better have a really good punchline, and if it doesn't, you're screwed. So I, I look for input and stimulus, and there's, there's a guy uh, named Jim Barak, 
and he's a TV weather guy back in West Virginia, of all places. And I kind of correspond with him, and you talked about the Seattle Times. You'll see him quoted yeah, almost that, every week. I thought that name sounded really familiar. He Again, he is a weather guy by trade, meteorologist, but he loves to write jokes. And he it's um, if you look for Jim Barak's comedy spot or blog spot or whatever it is online, he puts out about, I don't know, 60 jokes a day. Now, not all of them are great. Some of them are mildly clever. What I do is go and read what he's written for setup. You know, he does a nice job of saying, blum, 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 blum. You've got that all in one sentence. Then you just say, okay, Tim, what would your brain say that would be funny about that? And so that's what I do. I, I use him in USA Today, and I do look at the Seattle Times and all these things. Just input, input, CNN, headline, um, just the more you get, the better you uh, Because as part of my radio show prep service, I'm providing people with just the general knowledge they should have. Because basically people feel that the person they're listening to on the radio should know everything. They always call up, and back in the day when they used to call radio stations, they'd say, hey, um, do you have the new Olivia Newton-John song? Or or do you know who do this, did this or do that? And or what's the smoke coming out from uh, yeah, across exactly. the across You're the, supposed yeah. to know yeah. because you're on the radio. So uh, I write a collection of things that, you know, it's called I Think You Need to Know and do that. And then sometimes I'll do that, but in the setup of what I've said what it is, uh, I think, oh, there's a smart aleck punchline that would go here. Then I move it up to my, my jokes that I contribute each day. Uh, Jim, you know, like he, he calls himself the world's most prolific joke writer, and he does write 70-ish jokes a day. But you'll have to read that because, you know, I would say 75% are pretty funny. And, you know, for anybody writing jokes, that's great. But I try to go for the, like for the Mariners. Okay, I thought of the punchline first, and then I thought, well, i got to come up with a setup for this punchline. And I said, you know, I'm kind of not really excited about the upcoming baseball season. I'm a Seattle Mariners fan, and they're just, they're just a different team. For example, if you go to the game, the obstructed view seats are more expensive. <laughs> so it's kind of an evil little twist, but... I was just thinking of, uh, you know, gosh, I heard about these trades with the Dodgers and being from L.A., I saw there's all these big things happening there. And the Mariners are quietly murmuring and getting ready for spring training. And we re-signed Marco Gonzalez or whatever for four more years. And <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. Who is, uh, you know, because I love comedy and mm-hmm. – and, uh, I don't ever write jokes, but I, I kind of like uh, maybe my kind of comedy is like improv because I just throw out, you know, what I'm thinking. But I watch uh, David Spade has a show every single night mm-hmm. and it, it blows me away. He'll like do a monologue, which is hilarious. And then they show photos of stuff and then they talk about it with the other comedians that are guests on his show. That's and everybody fun. makes comments about yeah. it and stuff. And Spade, I mean, as far as like on the list of my top comedians, uh, John, uh, David Spade, John Mulaney, I love, mm-hmm. um, Jim Gaffigan 
is he's ho- really is good. Fantastic. He was uh, he played a role in that new movie on Amazon Prime about yes. the Scout Troop. Troop he yeah. did a good job. It was a fantastic I mean, movie. I, I was telling my movie. wife, I said that guy's a comedian, but he right. was in there being a, a an old grumpy dad. Or he used to have like a that. show on FX that basically was his life, and hmm. he it was him. Uh, with his wife in an apartment and his thousand, he has like five or six kids and stuff like that. Who inspired you over the years? Oh gosh, it's it's all kinds. I mean, and you could see with the one-liners and the quick quips, the Marks, Groucho Marx, Steve Allen, who was a brilliant, right. brilliant comedic mind, but he could also write serious books on China and all this other stuff. He was just amazing. Um, let's see over the. I mean, gosh, Carlin. You know, you start breaking barriers and doing things like that. Flip Wilson, I remember watching him and studying him. He did story jokes. Right. And things that you probably can't do anymore. How about, um, um, you know, I know that this is inappropriate to say, but I had all the Cosby albums growing up, and that was like a big deal for me. I, and I knew, Cosby. I knew people who were really into Cosby. Yeah. I was modestly inter- interested. I mean, at the time, it was like, okay, he's a comedian. He tells these long stories, and kind of Flip Wilson was that way too. I bought several of his albums, and and they're you know filled with a ten minute story here and a fifteen minute story there. So, Bob Hope, one, oh yeah, one liners. I mean, right. you know, it was all about that Henny Youngman. But I have to, and and Carson, of course. Carson. Did you watch Carson every single yeah. night? And Carson, right. and uh, you know what's fun? I was you mentioned earlier about um, you know who I think is funny and other people. You get a bunch of comedians together, and those are that is so entertaining because it's in their genes. They've got a top, right? Whoever comes up with a joke, I got to think of one a follow up that's better than that and one. And that's what's so great about that Spade show because they're all. That's comedians. what it sounded like. Yeah, it's hilarious. That'd Have you great. ever seen uh, comedians in cars drinking coffee? A couple with Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah, those are those are very they're, good. Too. They're very well done. Yeah. It was a good concept. Of course, he stole it from Britain, but that's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy is so important in our lives, and uh, the I can watch funny movies over. Have you ever watched What's Up, Doc? Yeah, I've watched that yeah. so many times. Blazing Saddles. Is that I've with uh, that. What's Up, Doc? Is with Streisand and Streisand Ryan, and O'Neal, Ryan O'Neal, right? O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, totally. Blazing brilliant. Saddles, more beans, yeah. Mister Taggart. Yep. I, I, I think remember you boys have had enough. I saw, I saw that at a drive-in movie. <coughs> that movie was like one of those, you know, big growing up. Um, Animal House was a big thing for us. You know, I was thinking about what are the TV shows you watched a lot when you were a kid? Because to me, I'll just blurt out. I was thinking about this. Uh, Get Smart, um, F Troop, things like that. I don't yep. know how F Troop came up in a conversation with somebody just yesterday, but I went, gosh, I haven't thought about that for a while. But yeah, that was one of the shows I always would watch. And I, I loved comedies. Right. Me too. I remember, um, do you remember Candid Camera? Oh, yeah. When Alan, that show Alan Funt. Alan Funt. I mean, that was like the original word. Punked. They, yeah, punked show. Yeah. I, I used to watch. Um, Back in the 60s, there was this show, you know, if you're a kid in the 60s, you were into, like, uh, war and all that kind of stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Combat was my Combat show. Was that big. was a huge show. But and um, there were sitcoms that were so big. So you have yeah. I Dream of Jeannie. Right. You've got uh, Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. Now, the Hogan's Heroes was, when I was a little older, I worked at an Army-Navy surplus store, and the owner was a Holocaust survivor. And oh, that wow. kind of was like a different feel of, mm-hmm. you know, joking around about Hogan's Heroes. Well, that was a daring thing. And the weird part about Hogan's Heroes was that um, they were at the top of, I mean, they were in the top, I don't know, 10, 15 shows. Right. And then they got canceled. Somebody somewhere got pissed off and said, you know, no, we're not, we're done with having Nazis 
being on Saturday Night TV. Right. I think Bob Crane was. Uh, well, Crane had, he had some stuff going too. on. And then, of course, Mary Tyler Moore and Bob Newhart. Yeah. I, every Newhart. E- every episode, every different type of Bob Newhart show was amazing. You know, he was he was fantastic. He. I don't know. Have you heard him on the uh, Conan O'Brien podcast? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's sad to hear how old he sounds. Yep. It's kind of like that's how I felt when I saw like Bob Hope. And they put him on TV when he was like in his early 90s. And it's like, you know, I'd prefer my memories. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like one you. of those. I mean, the Bob Hope specials were fantastic. But as he got older, it was like, you know, maybe I'm maybe I don't have the patience for this anymore. Or reading the cue cards. I yeah. mean, that's it. So I liked the obscure like Dana Carvey had a show for about fifteen minutes once. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a Hulu documentary special on it because, you know, he had a show that 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 they canceled after like four episodes because oh my. because he did a skit where he breastfed dogs with fake breasts and milk and stuff like that. But uh, Stephen Colbert was one of the writers on the show. I mean, it was just packed oh, with wow. all kinds of stuff. Leave it to Beaver I used to watch and the Andy Griffith show and all that kind of you stuff. You know, your job's going to get tougher because uh, we have some things on the horizon, uh, one of them being Queeby. They did a Super Bowl ad. They've got some shows on the way. But what's Queeby? And there's at least one or two other of these streaming services that are producing shows that are 10 minutes long. So the episodes are 10 minutes long. So uh, Kiefer Sutherland is doing The Fugitive. If you do, he's the guy who's chasing the bad guy hmm. or the good, the innocent guy. But if you go to uh, YouTube and put in Queeby, Q-U-I-B-I, uh, or you could probably just go to Queeby.com, um, you can see the previews and they're gonna launch in April so I'm thinking of all the things you cover now, you cover the movies and what are on the streaming services on TV now because people need to watch 10-minute things on their phones. Uh, Quibi and some other streaming services are coming. I mean, I'll watch a 10-minute show and decide if I like it, and if I like it, I'll be back. But you think about 10 minutes, I mean, because usually you'll think, oh, i got to leave soon. I don't have time to watch anything from the DVR and but you have a 10-minute show. You can watch it anywhere. That's that, You know what? It's so crazy, the world we live in these I know. days as far as— Instant satisfaction. Yeah, yeah be exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Shiny objects. Yep. I, I saw one of the Super Bowl ads, too, I wanted to ask you about. I don't know how long we've been or how long we've been going. It, it was about the guy, the one of the football players, don't remember his name, uh, being able to talk to his younger self. If you were able to go, he was the football player, and he was able. He was went back and talked to his ten-year-old self. Oh yeah! And so, if you had that chance to go back and talk to your younger self, what would you say? Wow, that's a really good question, isn't it? It's fun to think about because yeah. I mean, we turn out the way we are because of all the things that happen, and at some point, you kind of want to go back and say, "Look, you know, don't." Don't sweat the little I was little just going to say that. Just relax, yeah. buddy. Settle down. You think this is the end of your life right. when, they, when they put it on your school permanent record or or I, you got a B plus in right. that class instead I, of an A. I have to like I have to like calm myself down now today's <laughs> going just relax, dude. The world doesn't revolve all around you. Nobody cares, you know what I mean? Okay, so if your 90-year-old self came back and talked to you now, what would it say? <laughs> Where are my teeth? That's what I would ask. <laughs> have you seen my Don't car lose keys? your teeth. Where am I? Do you know, now that I'm in my uh now that I'm in my early 60s, I've been thinking about that a lot as far as like, you know, 
in 10 years, I'll be in my 70s, for mm-hmm. God's sakes. Then what? You know what I mean? Well, but I mean. And knock on wood, you know, I'm still walking okay. Yeah, but that definition, yeah. I mean, our vision of what the 70s was. Right. And I know people, and again, I have, you know, my wife's parents and I have my mom. And they're both, I mean, my wife's parents are younger. My mom's going to be 92 this year. They're in totally different leagues. You have these two people over here who really need to be taken care of and need a lot of help. Your, and mom your could wife's be by parents? Her yeah. And, yeah. And my mom could, you know, right. go out. She'll be out there and, and she's weeding all day. And then she'll go up and cook some meals and, I mean, and drives all over town. Yeah, she's in her 90s. 90, she'll be 92. Yeah. See, that's and very that's coherent. Fantastic. And, I know. Well, you know, I I look at the genes. I go, well, this is good news. Yeah, totally. So, Forget about a diet. What are you yeah. talking about? Who needs yeah, that? Yeah, because my, my parents passed away, and, and towards the end, they were in, like, wheelchairs and nursing yeah. homes. And, and uh, Well, it's my dad really faded, and in his later years, right. I just you just go, here's this nicest guy in the face of the earth, um, and just... This is how you end up, and it's like, well, that's not really a great I know. reward. You know? I know, right? I Here's mean, your it, reward for living long. I'm and, at the point now where I'm like forgetting things, and I'm thinking, oh my god, is it starting right now? And then I realize oh, no. that uh, we can- all do cannabis that. does that to you. Well, there's that too. So maybe that's well. No, the we're. Deal is. I mean, we've moved into a multitasking society. I, the, I one of the people I have so many hats that I wear, but I do consulting for a financial group down in Seattle. And uh, the owner the other day at the staff meeting said, you know, we're going to come up with things where, you know, no one is disturbing you for these, you know, from like 9 to 11. You know, you don't come in there. If you've got something, put it on this list here and then we'll make an appointment and then we'll talk about it. Because he was irritated by constantly being interrupted. You know, he's in the middle of stuff. I, on the other hand, multitask. I mean, I'm over here checking emails while we're talking or, you know, things are going on. But that's just how the world is. And the next generation coming is even more into multitasking. So that's thus the 10-minute TV shows. Right. I work on different things all at the same Mm -hmm. time and, and like, worry about all of it going on. It's how I get things done. I mean, if I only did one thing, that one thing we could done. But I've got six other things that people are waiting for. Yeah. me yeah. too, yeah. and I have a lot, a lot of responsibilities in my house too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. All good. It's all good. Yep. We're uh, we're getting through it together, and we'll just see where this goes. So you're going to visit mom? Yeah, going to go down there for a couple You'll days. You'll stay and... there at the house, uh-huh. and then is the weather nice? No, it's in Southern California. It's kind of slid. I mean, I think it was 34 there this morning. It was colder in LA than it was up here. Aren't you going to like build a house or paint a house? Put up a or flagpole. Put up a flagpole. Mom, you gonna, you mom know that Harvey Danger song? The what? Harvey Danger song, Flagpole Sitter. Do you know that song? No. You should play it as you put this on there right now. Okay. Flagpole Sitter by Harvey Danger. You'll love it. It's I'll fantastic. ask mom to put it on her boombox. Okay, perfect. So we can listen to perfect. it. Perfect. I have to look that up now. Yeah, so. Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sitter. It's okay. a one hit wonder. And I think they're, Harvey Danger is out of Portland, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. good. There you go. He can Just a little it. song fact for you. Okay. Right. Why is Stitch wearing a scarf? You know what? That Does he scarf, do that? Yeah, he wears it every day. And you know what? He has a Seattle Seahawks scarf, Stitch Mitchell, who uh-huh. does on KXA. Yeah. But I always tell him, can I swear on this? Oh, sure. Yeah. I say, uh, he goes, how's it going? I go, Stitch, it's okay. Take that goddamn scarf off. <laughs> the Sounders coach 
Ziggy Schmid was his name. Mm-hmm. May yeah. he rest in peace. He yeah. passed away. I know. It would piss me off so much because he would have that stupid scarf on when yeah. it was 85 degrees outside. Some say it killed him. So, yeah. So, yeah. so um, that was Tim Hunter who said that, by the way. <laughs> so, I I grabbed his scarf and I had it on my desk for a while and he was going crazy. He didn't know where it was. Oh, no. And I want to, right outside of us, there's like a giant crane they're building in a house. I wanted to go give it to the guy. I know the guy that's in charge it. and hang it from oh, the crane. That's hilarious. So, that might happen in the next i'm going to try to, to okay. do that in the next couple weeks got a little it sneak preview folks drives me insane yeah, watch for the hanging crazy. scarf the hanging scarf and right. if you say that you saw it we'll give you a free french fry at the sure. fireplace next i know time we we'll let you know one. next time when we're going to do that all right so thank you mr eskenazi that's it thank you have a great trip give my best to your mom i, I sure will you've just listened to maury and tim escape from the radio with maury eskenazi and tim hunter a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.